0: Hello and happy Monday. This is Susan Hyatt and it's go time. This is the 79th episode in a series of go podcasts designed to wake you up on your Monday morning and get you going. If you follow my work online, you've probably noticed that I have an email list. I know, not exactly a huge shocker. I started my mailing list almost a decade ago, and it's been one of my favorite parts of my business. As my high school teachers would tell you, I'm very talkative and very opinionated, so having a place where I can write anything I want with no censorship is super fun for someone like me. I send out emails to my subscribers and listeners like you guys about once or twice a week. And typically, these emails include inspiring stories and advice and links to my latest podcast episodes and blog posts, announcements about upcoming programs, all the kind of stuff you might expect. So anyway, the other day, my husband asked me, how many mailing list subscribers do you have these days? And I said to him, you know, I don't actually know. I haven't checked those numbers in quite a while. So I logged into the software and started poking around to find out. And while I was in there, I noticed something surprising. Someone who I consider to be a pretty close friend had unsubscribed from my mailing list. And I have to tell you, it shocked me. Now look, I know there are a million and one reasons why someone might want to unsubscribe from my mailing list. Maybe my newsletter just isn't what you need right now and that's okay. Or maybe you want to declutter your inbox or... Maybe you're trying to spend less time reading emails and more time doing your own creative work. Or maybe you're heading into the woods for a six-month silent technology-free meditation retreat. Who knows why? I don't get too wrapped up in this or tangled up in it ever. If anybody wants to unsubscribe from my mailing list or any mailing list, it's totally fine, totally okay, and I'm not going to be offended. However, this situation just surprised me because this wasn't just anybody unsubscribing from my list. This was a friend. And this is a woman I've known for years and a person I've spent a lot of time with in person, face-to-face, and who I really admire and adore having in my life. So when I noticed that she decided to stop getting my emails, it felt kind of weird. Almost like one of your closest friends unfriended you on Facebook. You'd be like, huh? What's going on here? that's kind of how I felt. And the plot thickens. I was chatting with someone on my team, Holly, and I mentioned that my friend had unsubscribed. And Holly knows my friend too. And she told me something I really didn't expect to hear. She said to me, "Uh, she unsubscribed because she's jealous of your success. She's told me so. So whenever she gets your emails... She starts comparing herself to you, and she feels bad about herself, and that's why she unsubscribed. So apparently, this woman had told Holly these things, and I was like, what? And then, as I'm telling my husband the story, my son was in my office eavesdropping, and he popped his head around the corner and said, hey, my friend's mom said the same thing to me. She unsubscribed from your emails and your Instagram because... Your life makes her feel bad in comparison. And I was like, double what? I thought about this for, I don't know, the past week. And these are two women that I really love and that I know personally, but both had decided I can't hear from Susan anymore because hearing about her fun life makes me feel bad. And this really troubles me. And here's why. As women, we are socially conditioned to compete with one another. We're taught that that's our source of power, and often in really unhealthy and ridiculous ways. We're taught to compete for male attention, for starters. We get into sick, twisted competitions about who's the perfect mom in the neighborhood or the school. We're taught to believe that if one woman is winning, then that means you're losing in comparison. And there are a million reality TV shows like pageant shows or dating shows like The Bachelor, that reinforce this type of message. One woman gets the ring or the trophy or the tiara, and meanwhile, you lose. And this type of messaging is beaten into our heads practically since preschool. In my opinion, that's why so many women have a hard time watching other women shine. You might see a woman who is thriving and shining, and your knee-jerk response is, ugh! I don't want to see this. Now I feel shitty about myself. Delete. But wouldn't it feel so much better if your knee-jerk response was something like, Oh my God, that's amazing. You go, girl. I'm so inspired. If that's possible for you, imagine what's possible for me too. So here's my challenge for you this week. The next time you see a woman doing something amazing, whether she's a friend, a blogger you admire, or a celebrity... Notice what happens inside of your brain. Do you respond by thinking, "Ugh, oh, I can't watch this? If so, try to dig into your thoughts and explore what that's all about. Are you feeling jealous? Are you feeling competitive in an unhealthy kind of way? Are you feeling annoyed with yourself for not working on your own goals as diligently as you could be? See what's up with yourself. Then work on your thoughts. Try to replace those negative thoughts with more positive ones. Coach yourself. You can say to yourself, whoa, I just felt a major wave of jealousy. Something about this woman is triggering me, and that's interesting. Deep down though, I'm really proud of this woman. She's amazing, and I'm amazing too. Instead of feeling bitter about her success, I'm going to try to learn something here from her success, and I'm going to Work hard on making my own dreams come true, too. If she can do it, why not me? Why not now? If you have that type of conversation with yourself, it's going to feel so good, I promise. Instead of feeling jealous or depressed about your life, you'll feel motivated and inspired. Plus, you'll become a better friend. You'll be able to show up for your friends and celebrate with them and clap for them instead of ducking away whenever they're succeeding. I know that's the type of friend you want to be, and that's the type of person you want to be, so before you automatically hit unsubscribe, check in with yourself and see if you can turn that jealousy into fuel to reach your own goals. You can do this. It's something we all need to practice. Oh, and if you have a friend who mysteriously abandoned you right after you received some great news or just as you're reaching a new level of success, try to have some compassion for your friend. Most likely, they still love the heck out of you, but they're just feeling a little triggered by your awesomeness and maybe they need a little time to work out their feelings and get back into a positive, supportive place. Hopefully, that will happen quickly. And if not, that's unfortunate, but that's life. Meanwhile, you can focus on finding new friends who are capable of cheering for you and who aren't afraid to stare directly into the sun of your awesomeness. Those ladies are out there, I promise you. A lot of those types of ladies attend my retreats and enroll in my programs and hang out on my Facebook page. They're out there and they'd love to meet you. Don't be afraid to gaze directly into the sun, Don't let other people's success make you feel smaller. And find friends and colleagues that operate that way too. And let's face it, a rising biscuit just tastes better. (laughs) That's my advice for you this week, and it's go time.